Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, um, Santa Claus. <laughs> and I'm another one of your big boys, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's great to have you here, Rudolph. Yeah. It's, it was, it's, you know, the weather's not looking great <laughs> across the globe. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to need your nose. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I, I will say I'm a little, little mad that that's, that's when you're going to start recognizing me. You know, it's when you need me. That's... But well, that is kind of annoying. I, I, we appreciate all of our reindeer here equally at, at Amazon.com, <laughs> where I, Santa Claus, work and the, what the company I own. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes our delivery drivers just need a, a light to guide their way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll give you a, a Christmas bonus. Okay. So I guess I'll take that. I feel that, like you should take that. I feel like I, you know, I, I definitely want some more respect. Not so easy to get a job right now, uh, Rain, R- Rudolph. Very true. Yeah? Very, very true. Yeah, you should. maybe you should be thanking old Santa Claus <laughs> for the employment. Hmm? Yeah, fair. Yeah. I guess that's fair, yeah. but you just kind of treat me like garbage uh, every Christmas yeah, um, where it's not raining. Do you, do you have a college degree, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> no. Hmm. <laughs> mm, interesting interesting you know my head elf he has uh two degrees and what elf, <laughs> elf. majored in elf he majored in elf yeah and now he's head elf oh wow mm-hmm. That's yeah he wild. showed initiative yeah yeah i mean there's no reindeer major at most places that's why yeah, well, so ma- I didn't go yeah, to college. you know, yeah, <laughs> you. Well, well, what did you apply to if there was no reindeer major? I didn't apply to anything. Oh, they, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't go to college to yeah. be a reindeer. You just do it. You mm. know? Everyone. Was That's bullying a, so me. maybe you should have just been born not a reindeer. Yeah. Is my what I'm learning. <laughs> me, Santa Claus, CEO of Amazon.com. This, this is fucked up. Merry Big Miss, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Merry Big Miss. I mean. I'm happy. We're, I'm happy. We're back for another Christmas, BB. I know it's our third one. Um, I think I usually open it with uh, saying "Merry Big Miss," but I couldn't remember if that was something. That sounds familiar. That sounds very. This is an interesting uh, episode because it is another one that we're recording in person again. Again, we're, we're back again. We're back again in person. Yeah. Um, and so I think maybe our Christmas episode is one of our only special episodes. Uh, that has two out of the three of them in person. Yeah, that's impressive. But it's, also, this is the first one that we've ever actually watched the movie together. Yeah, true. That too. We we watched the the previous Princess Switch separately. Yeah, we watched the uh, Christmas Prince three separately also. But that was just a logistical thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, this is. I, I am sad because I I feel like shit. Because I got my booster, and we're, this was going to be a drinking episode, and I thought oh, that yeah. would have been very fun. We will do one of those for sure. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Christmas. I mean, yeah. next episode is episode 69, <laughs> as we all have been desperately waiting for, yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. Um, we're almost there. So maybe we could get uh, a rowdy for an episode 69, whatever that <laughs> ends up being. Um, which honestly will probably take place in the new year at this point. Yeah. That's my guess. I, I, I would guess that as well. Yeah. It's, God, the new year is so close already. We're recording something like December 20th. Yeah. This December's gone by very fast. Yeah. I can't believe it's going to be 2022. I know. The year's gone by super fast. Yeah, 2021. So quickly. I mean, fuck 2021 and 2020. Yeah. Very fast years, both of them. I'm sure it'll 
it'll definitely be better in 2022. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Everything's poised right now. Yeah. To uh, yeah, no. To be way better. COVID's not a thing at all, right? Yeah. Anymore. So. Listen, if I've learned anything about December 2021, it's that COVID's not even. A, a thought in the collective consciousness of all of America. Exactly. All we're talking about is the PS5 and that sick <laughs> Matrix demo. Hell yeah. That's what's sweeping the nation is Matrix fever, baby. Yeah, Matrix fever. New Matrix movie coming out, but I'm all about this demo for PS5. Yeah. I, I don't really care about the movies. No, the movies is is uh, sort of just a secondary treat yeah. compared to this whole meal that is a ps5 unreal 5 demo <laughs> exactly i mean we it's just sweeping the nation and you know what else i think is going to sweep the nation this little uh korean indie uh tv show that we've been watching here together maybe squid game yeah yeah i think people are gonna catch on to this <laughs> yeah. one and they're gonna thank us for finally talking about it i know that's why i'm i'm excited that we're talking about it here and it, we're, we're, it's gonna catch on big yeah time. it's on netflix everyone has netflix you yeah. know just you, like put it on put you on got netflix. netflix you should throw this little thing on i we, we on big boy movies we watch foreign movies a lot as yeah, you yeah. know john's a huge fan of korean cinema and love, so love reading subtitles that's we've yeah we've really dug into the depths of netflix to find this yeah. little indie gem squid game <laughs> yeah i think it's gonna be a, a really really good i think it might be based off of mr beast video actually but. yeah that is interesting korea loves mr beast and so they finally <laughs> yeah. gave him a tv show yeah he hasn't shown up in it yet i think he might be that dude in the mask <laughs> yeah that would be an amazing reveal if he's oh, yeah. the dude in the mask mm. yeah we're like five episodes five episodes in? yeah we watched five episodes yeah it's pretty good so far um, yeah it's it's as good as no one has said yeah <laughs> because we're the first ones to watch it yeah we're the first ones to watch it it's pretty good so far yeah um, so you guys might want to check it out but yeah we've also watched other things uh we didn't talk about any of them on our last episode because we just jumped straight into the spider hole yep. um so this week we're gonna get a whole bunch of stuff out of the way before we talk about uh, our this year's cinematic masterpiece of yes. Christmas cinema, of course, which is basically my Spider Man, Spider Man No Way Home. Um, oh yeah, same Christmas switch. So. Absolutely, same level of hype going in. It's too <laughs> bad we couldn't find a theater that was playing it though. Yeah, I know. I was very upset about that. It would have been such a good theater experience. I guarantee it. Um, the crowd would have been going nuts. Oh yeah, uh, but I, yeah, I've got a lot of movies that I saw. A lot of them. I don't even know what where I left off. I should have like marked down which ones I talked about last time I talked about. Yeah, least. I can probably warn you if you're rehashing anything, but okay. I I don't have too much to talk about. I don't think. Well, I saw Licorice Pizza. I'll talk about that because that's okay. my I think my favorite movie I've seen. So I'll talk about Licorice Pizza, the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie that uh, I went to New York to see. Um, I didn't go to New York just to see that, but I, I happened to be in New York. It was only in New York and LA. I think it still is right now. Oh, really? For the next I, five days or so. I thought it got like a whole ass release because they've been playing trailers for that and like a lot of Yeah, theaters. it's getting, I think Christmas Day is when it comes out on, or comes out uh, nationwide. Okay. So it's still New York, LA right now. So if you live in one of those cities, you can see this movie. Um, in LA, it's actually at like a really cool movie theater, apparently. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna visit LA to because I'm trying to move there, uh, and I got tickets to see it with Neil at that theater, mm -hmm. and then I ended up not going because of some logistics issues. But 
Yeah, I, uh, I just saw it at a normal AMC in New York. Not like not anything special, but it was super fun. I like I like this movie a lot, and I guarantee I'm gonna love it more on rewatches. I was very hyped for this movie coming in to it, uh, just because I like Paul Thomas Anderson a lot, and I don't know this just this coming of age type uh, '70s story just felt it just felt like it fell right into what I like. So I was very hyped going into it, and it lived up to the hype. I thought it was very fun. Really good performances from like two first-time actors in Cooper Hoffman, who is Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, um, and Elena Heim from the band um, The Heim Sisters. I guess they're just called Heim. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, Elena Heim is fantastic in this. She's so good. And then there's just hilarious like big celebrities sprinkled throughout it. Um Bradley Cooper is hilarious in this movie. Um, but yeah, this is, yeah, this is going to probably be one of my top movies this year. So yeah, I still got to see it. Um, which is funny. Cause like a bunch of my coworkers have seen it now. Cause we're in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just like trying to figure out like what the best time for me to see it would be. Cause like, it's something I know my girlfriend wouldn't be interested in. Yeah. So it might be one of those things where like, once it comes to like an AMC, I might just, yeah. slip in there on some afternoon and, and try and catch it yeah um but i'll talk about a movie that i watched um now let me preface this by saying nothing will ever top the matrix awakens ps5 unreal 5 demo <laughs> yeah. um, you have to, you have but to i did that. go back to the source the source code of that which is uh 1999's the matrix yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm trying to watch all of them before this new one comes out i know everyone says uh the sequels are god awful which you will talk about yeah, yeah. pretty soon but um i've always been someone who has never like been that in love with the original matrix uh, or really anything the Wachowskis have done. They've never really, like, spoken to me as directors or writers. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like, The Matrix is pretty good. Uh, for any, like, stuff that I wasn't super hot on, there's a lot of really th- good ideas in there. It's it's a strange movie where there are moments where I was like, that's terrible writing, and, like, these spe- special effects don't hold up in, in a lot of cases. <laughs> yeah. And there's also moments where I'm like, that's really clever, and, like the this the visuals are super good especially um a lot of the practical stuff they do which i feel like not a lot of people talk about with that movie um there's a lot of great practical stuff and um some really solid sort of uh philosophy at least for the 90s it it comes off as a little strange now because as we know QAnon has sort of taken all of their terminology from the matrix (laughs) yeah um, so watching the movie in 2021 is kind of a trip being like, oh, this is how all QAnon people think they are. Like they all see themselves as Neo yeah. and Morpheus and Trinity. Um, and they're, they're like, I can bend spoons and I see through the matrix and the vaccines are the matrix and I'm not going to do it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a cool movie. And it, it holds up in some ways, and I really don't think it holds up in other ways. Um, but it's definitely like something that's going to endure for a long time, I think, especially depending on how this new one uh, goes. Yeah, apparently the new one's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see that. 
but yeah i did watch the second one the matrix reloaded i the matrix i saw a while ago i think back in college for the first time um and i really liked it uh QAnon was not a thing when i saw it so that, that would true. be trippy it wasn't a thing when most people saw yeah. it. yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i saw the second one which is the matrix reloaded and i, it was, I was actually i had to i had to go in depth because on letterboxd both of the matrix sequels are released in 2003 so i was like which one is the second one wait they did apparently i know they shot them back to back that's wild if they both came out in the same year yeah according to letterboxd they are both 2003 movies um which is nuts but yeah this one it's still like i wouldn't say it's like absolute garbage um (laughs) or anything like i still think it's good but like there's some especially because there are some like really cool like it's a hilarious that there's literally a 10 minute fight scene of neo like fighting i think it gets up to near 100 agent smiths at once like it starts off as like four and then they just keep like coming in and he's just like fighting them all for 10 minutes and i thought that was fucking hilarious um but then it just gets like so tiresome the last the climax action sequence in this movie is so long it's like a car chase and it's the longest fucking thing ever yeah it's exhausting and then like it's the matrix so like the talking parts are not a mental break it's like (laughs) it's like they're explaining like some insane shit but you're like oh god i have to like focus to understand what they're saying right Mm -hmm. now so it's just like really exhausting movie in my opinion um especially because i thought i would be watching like an action movie where i wasn't gonna be that exhausted from it um but yeah, overall, I thought it was good, but not anywhere near as good as the original one for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that highway sequence you're talking about, I may have, I read this somewhere, and this might be wrong, um, but I think that's like the most expensive action sequence I in a movie, probably. or like at least at the time, it was yeah. the most expensive action sequence because they had to like shut down a stretch of highway in like a major city i think yeah i don't that's absolutely got to be true yeah it's i think it was something where like it it was just like a ton of of money and resources went into that thing and then the movie sucked it's just like not i don't know it's so exhausting because there are like so many different like villains i guess (laughs) they're just like all like coming at them and all it's just so exhausting to pay attention to yeah uh, you have to keep track of so much shit and then it ends up being like a 20 minute long thing and you're like oh but yeah that people people so a lot of people like the matrix sequels on letterbox to be honest that's what i've learned I, looking at all the top reviews there are a lot of people who think who, who give them five stars i disagree <laughs> i think uh i think this one definitely not as good as the first one yeah here wait i'm trying to look this up um the freeway chase were filmed at a decommissioned air naval air station the producers constructed a five point or 1.5 mile freeway on the old runways okay that doesn't tell me anything (laughs) how much did it cost uh constructing constructing a highway seems like it would cost some money okay yeah i'm not i'm not getting the information i need and i don't want to derail us too much it cost uh 2.5 million dollars okay um that's that's money that's a lot of money that's not i I don't know maybe for early 2000s that was a lot but yeah that's money but yeah you hear a lot of money being thrown i I just remember hearing some like wild story about it so yeah 
You, I mean, it's a you wild can scene. Google it, listener. <laughs> yeah, true. Why the fuck are you getting your yeah. information from us? You work a little bit. Yeah. All right. I saw another thing. Uh, and if I go to Letterbox, I will know that it was House of Gucci. <laughs> Gucci. I've. I think you talked about this yep. one already. Yeah. It is. Um. But yeah, House of Gucci. I had a lot of fun with. Um, you were right. Jared, Jared Leto is the most Italian man <laughs> who's ever existed. It's um, to to the point where it is not his character is supposed to be funny, but he's also funny in a way that feels almost unintentional. It's really <laughs> I <hope> strange. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like. You, you were saying you weren't sure, like, if Ridley Scott was in on the joke yeah. of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's what makes it really good. Yeah. I, I want to believe he was, because the thing about Ridley Scott is, like, his filmography is insane. There's no consistency no. to it. He's all over the place. He, he like, he's most famous for Alien and Blade Runner, which are, like, sci-fi classics. And then everything else, he, he's done, like, Gladiator. He's done House of Gucci now. Uh, he did The Martian, like... Thelma and Luis. I think, like, Thelma and Luis is, like, way different from yeah. all those other ones. Last Duel. I mean, even Last like, Duel is almost, like... Even Blade like Runner is extremely different, like, pacing and tone than, like, Alien or, like, other sci-fi yeah. stuff. So, it's, like... Ridley Scott is such an insane person, and it's wild that he can manage to basically direct any script that's handed to him. Yeah, I agree. Um... <laughs> Uh, but also, it's funny every time he opens his mouth in an interview because he always says some shit that makes everyone mad. <laughs> um, it was like two weeks in a row. He was like, Marvel movies are garbage. Their scripts are terrible. I hate them. And then he was like, no one saw the last duel because millennials are on their phones too much. That's uh, yeah, he's my favorite Ridley Scott quote maybe I've talked about this on the podcast before was at some point someone asked him why it was raining all the time in the original Blade Runner because it's it takes place in LA oh yeah Um, true (laughs) and there's like some legit reasons he could have given as to why it's raining all the time in Blade Runner but what he said was something to the effect of like because that's how I fucking wanted it to be (laughs) which is like the most Ridley Scott answer. <laughs> I don't have to explain myself yeah, to you. Yeah, fuck you. It, it was a detective noir movie. Yeah. I wanted it to be raining. It's dramatic. I don't care what city it's in. Yeah. I, it's going to be fucking raining there. Yeah. The, uh, ra- the rain is great in that movie, I will say. Yeah. and Deserves an award. In, in Blade Runner 2049, they make it snow in Los Angeles, yeah, true. which is another wild thing. Yeah. And when someone asked Denis Villeneuve about it, he gave like a really eloquent nice answer <laughs> which is of because i fucking wanted yeah to be it was snowing. he did not say that surprisingly <laughs> he should have he should yeah because like, i want it to be fucking snowing that's yeah. sick uh yeah yeah ridley scott's a very interesting director i did see last duel so i we can transition right into that oh okay which i also gave four stars alongside house of, house of gucci which means ridley scott two for two. Oh my god in the span of two months yeah well i think last duel was like a covid delay movie yeah i think so so too um and surprisingly good and i forgot that it was like based off a true story it says it at the beginning based off a true story um and then at the end it does like what every based off a true story thing does and is like this here's what happened to this person here's what happened to this person and i was like oh shit yeah this was based off a true story 
um, which makes it even more interesting. Yeah, House of Gucci, also based off a true story. <laughs> that is very true as well. They wrap that one up real quick, too. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know if you can spoil House of Gucci because it was like a real thing that yeah. happened. But um, it is funny because the murder happens and then it just immediately cuts to yeah, like they basically. caught all the murderers. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, last I would recommend Last Duel. I'd say consistently more people like Last Duel than House of Gucci. So. Okay. And maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it. I think it's fun. I it's like I don't know. There are like a bunch of cool good actors in it too. All the Boston actors are in it, like Matt Damon, and they're playing and Ben like Affleck, medieval French knights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they don't. I mean, everyone's heard at this point. They do not use French accents at all. That's so disappointing. They use English accents. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they did not go for the House of Gucci accents. Man, I would have loved. Well, I would have loved if they had done over the top Italian accents yeah. too, just like in France. Adam, Adam Driver. Could you imagine back. just uh, Matt Damon or Ben Affleck doing a French accent? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels so wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a good movie. It's like a Me Too movie, so I didn't expect that either. Oh, um, it is? Yeah. It's a medieval Me Too movie, which is why I forgot it was based off a true story. Because okay. I was like, me too? That stuff didn't happen in the medieval times. But I guess it did. But it did. Huh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's the most interesting aspect, that it is based off a true story. Um, but yeah, good movie. All right. Well, I have no other movies that I've seen, I don't think. Okay. Well, I might... Yeah, I guess I'll toss one more in here. Okay. Um, I saw West Side Story. Oh, yeah. Steven Spielberg's musical remake of West Side Story, of course, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was pretty good. I thought it was good. Um, I the, the, All the musical numbers are really good in it. Um, really good. Chore- really good. Just overall way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I definitely have issues with it. Ansel Elgort being one because he sucks at acting. Wow. And he is playing a role where he needs to be good at acting sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, the only thing I remember him from really is uh, Baby Driver, where he didn't have to do a exactly. lot of acting. Exactly. His character didn't talk, really. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't really need to act in that one. And this one, like, there are emotional moments. I mean, West Side Story is an old movie. We all should... And, and it's based off Romeo and Juliet. So you know what happens in this movie. Yeah. And his character... Has to be emotionally very sad and frustrated at points, and I swear it's going to be his reaction to um, certain things might become a meme because <laughs> he it was just an awful reaction to like finding out his lover like was possibly dead. He just yeah, did, it wasn't believable at all. Came out at a rough time yeah. because what's funny is that my entire TikTok for you page now is just clips of spider-man that people filmed in the theater <laughs> of course um, yeah that's i great, like i i think content. you could watch the entirety of spider-man no way home as like bootleg <laughs> clip tiktok clips at this point yeah it's all on there sounds great so you might have lost the potential for west side story theater clip memes damn because uh, everyone's saving their precious phone time for Spider-Man No Way Home. Damn, if only we would have gotten this movie last year. Yeah. 
then we could have memed Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see if the, the digital release does it justice. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, over, I'd say check it out. Overall, my biggest complaint is that guy and the ending kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but that's mainly because I just don't... You don't just know. don't like Romeo and Juliet? I'm sick of Romeo and Juliet. Like, I don't know. Cool story at first, but now, like, everyone... You know, when Romeo and Juliet came out, I was like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You ever heard of Marvel fatigue? Well, this is Romeo and Juliet This is Shakespeare fatigue. fatigue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Steven Spielberg saw Romeo and Juliet and was like, <laughs> I gotta do one of those. <laughs> I gotta do one of the, He should have remade Romeo and Juliet live action. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. I wondered. I I mean, obviously, neither of us have seen Romeo and Juliet. Do you think they both kill themselves at the end? <laughs> There's no way. It's a kid's movie. Like, right? But, like, then what's the point? That's the whole point of Romeo and Juliet, right? Yeah, is, is that they, they kill people, themselves. You know, they, the lovers end up dying at the end. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen in Romeo and Juliet. Although that doesn't happen in West Side Story. Only one of them dies. Oh, right? uh, okay. Um, which I guess is the big twist. Um, yeah. You thought this was Romeo and Juliet? No, it's just it's just it. It's just Romeo. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Romeo. Sorry. Um, but yeah, shouts to Spielberg. I It seems like he's going to get a lot of Oscar noms for this. Sh- so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he didn't get a lot for Ready Player One, so he's... <laughs> He's coming back for revenge. Yeah, his revenge tour, as he's calling it. Yeah, his West Side Story revenge tour. Every press interview he's done, he's been like, this is my revenge tour. (laughs) For Ready Player One. Remember when you guys hated that movie? Well, now I made a good movie. I put Master Chief and Tracer in that movie. (laughs) The Academy did not respect it. Yeah, he's probably so mad about Spider-Man No Way Home. He's like, people are liking this movie? Yeah, that didn't have Master Chief in it. <laughs> they, they didn't even include all the cool characters from yeah. other things. I got the, the Iron Giant for Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, and these guys just have Spider-Men? Come on, <laughs> expand yourself. Yeah, Spider-Man should have recreated an entire scene from The Shining. <laughs> I agree. That would have been... I would have given it a five stars for oh, sure. Yeah. I love The Shining. <laughs> That's why I loved Ready Player One. Yeah, exactly. I just got to watch that scene from The Shining again. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Should we talk about The Princess Switch? The Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star. Yeah, which... Weird title after watching it, I'm going to be honest. I don't know Yeah, who, It's a play on Romancing the Stone, okay. which I have not seen or read i think it's a book and maybe also a movie okay or neither or both never heard of this yeah i know that's a thing but i don't know what happens in that so i don't know what the parallels they're drawing yeah that makes sense um but anyway the the question on everyone's minds immediately because we're not we're not going to do no spoilers for this we're going straight into spoilers spoilers right away so go go see this movie if you really care (laughs) um it's on netflix just like squid game we've discovered both of these yep yep um big twist the big question everyone has is do they switch and the answer is yes um but not as completely as princess switch 2 switched again yeah no definitely not as complete i'm just glad there was a switch for a second there i thought there was not going to be a switch yeah they were really like (laughs) they really had us on edge as to whether or not there was going to be a switch i would have been pissed yeah that would have been awful because the movie is just a bunch of like origin story shit for fiona yeah a character we all care about of course we like went on and on last year about how princess switch 3 had to had 
had to add one more Vanessa yeah, Hudgens. You always have to add one every movie. That's like that's the fucking play. Yeah. And er- and they didn't. Yeah. They didn't even try to. Yeah. And they, they had an opportunity, I think. They said everyone's expecting us to add another Vanessa Hudgens, so let's just do like let's just do character building yeah, for one of them. If anything, they've reduced the amount of Vanessa Hudgens because yeah. one of them barely did anything the whole movie. Yeah, and that's like the main one. I feel like. That, yeah. That was like the original main character. That was the main these. character of the first movie. Yeah. I assume we haven't seen it, um, <laughs> but they made it seem like that. Yeah, I mean, she like narrates the whole beginning of this. Yeah. So, like, she's she's the main person. So I guess we should establish the plot, which is that we're in imaginary Christmas country, mm-hmm. and Vanessa Hudgens one and two, the good ones, uh, are together hosting some sort of Christmas Eve celebration, and they get a priceless artifact from the Vatican called mm-hmm. the the star of hope the star peace yeah star peace and they're gonna light it up on christmas night and immediately it gets stolen (laughs) right away they put it in a vault two seconds after they got it yeah they get it and like someone drugs the guards and turns off all the security (laughs) cameras and smashes the glass that it's fine and just steals that shit yeah immediately yeah um and Obviously, they got to get the star back because there's a cardinal from the Vatican uh, who goes on later to tell us that, like, the last person that fucked with the star piece was, like, tarred and feathered and murdered by the Pope (laughs) or some shit. So it's high stakes. Very high stakes. At least one Vanessa Hudgens will die if they fuck this up. And the Pope's going to kill him, which would have been a great scene. That would have been pretty cool if the Pope really came down on him with his, uh, like, Pope sword or something. And everyone loved it. Everyone cheered because he's the Pope. Yeah, he is the Pope. Whatever he does is really cool. Yeah, exactly. You think the Pope has a sword? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. If like Satan ever comes to Earth, like he's gonna have the sword fight. Yeah, I've seen one movie about the Pope, and he didn't have a sword in it, but he was cool. He was a cool guy. Was so. that the the Anthony Hopkins one? Yes. Okay. The Netflix one. I okay. can't remember what it's called. There are like so many Pope. There's there are two Pope things one's like an hbo show one is it's called two popes isn't it oh yeah the two popes it's called the two popes yeah <laughs> nice which is kind of like prince do they switch in that one no i was hoping they would but yeah the well pope i guess switch? they they kind of switch because <laughs> one of the popes is so bad <laughs> at being pope that he at, quits at being pope that he quits yeah and the other one like he's just like the first pope to not not be not stop being pope because he dies yeah, so I remember that's a switch. that's a real thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, very recently. Like um, the po- the current pope is the one that took over for that one. Yeah, man, could you imagine being <laughs> elected pope and being like everyone's like, yeah, you were chosen by God and like you're the highest member <laughs> of the Catholic Church and you're ass. just like, oh man, <laughs> dude, I don't know about all this poping I gotta do. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I'm just tired. Uh, I'm kinda gonna be honest. Up. I like I haven't even talked to Jesus. I, everyone else says that the popes talk to Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I tried. Yeah. I call I like I looked in the mirror and through the magic pope phone that they give me and <laughs> just I don't know. Yeah, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And that's of course that's pertinent information to the Princess Switch 3. Yeah. By the way. 
Yeah, well, maybe the fourth one will get the two popes switching. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or maybe the prince, maybe the pope in this universe looks like Vanessa Hudgens, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be fan- We get a female pope. Yeah. A Ooh. young, hot female pope. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Vanessa Hudgens. That has to switch for some reason. Yeah. She's got to switch because she's sick of being the pope. Much yeah. Much like the, in the she's, two popes. Yeah. She's really tired of being pope. and. <laughs> She's just going to take a vacation. I like it. I mean, God, the next one, we need another Vanessa Hudgens. That's we do. This say. franchise won't survive unless they start adding more. Yeah, because I got to say this one, you know, the other one, a little more entertaining than this one. This one, yeah. a little boring. This one dragged for sure. Yeah, like, uh, I don't really care about Fiona. In his, no, in and that that was weird that they made it her movie. This is like yeah. in Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, uh, which I, mean, I know you're very familiar with. Of course. Uh, Jason Statham's character gets introduced as a horrible murder man mm-hmm. who kills everyone's best friend yeah. and an entire hospital full of people. Yeah. And then by the eighth movie, Jason Statham is just like part of the gang and just hang <laughs> out with him and he goes to the family barbecue and everything. Yeah, weird. And this is a similar situation where like Fiona was straight up the bad guy in the last movie. Mm-hmm. She tried to like steal the whole kingdom from one of the good Vanessa Hudgenses yeah. and kidnapped the other one. Yeah. And now they just bring her back because the next plot point is uh, all the Vanessa Hudgenses and their husbands are like, well, the police are bad at their job, so we're going to solve the mystery <laughs> of who stole the, the Pope star. Yeah. Um, That's literally what they say, by the way. Like, yeah. They're, they're like, well, the police have no lead, so I guess we have to do something. <laughs> yeah. That we have to find a lead. Yeah. Uh, it's like, okay. And the, so they're like, who's, who can think like a criminal? And obviously, yeah. it's, uh, it's Fiona who didn't go to jail despite yeah. being arrested in the last movie. Community service. She's doing community service, which involves mopping the floor of a, uh, What's it? What's the place with a bunch of nuns called? I don't know. I want to say Church. a monastery. <laughs> yeah, a monastery maybe. I feel that. I think that's for monks though. Yeah, that is a monk. That is that's monk things. Yeah, I have no clue. A what nunnery? I've heard that word before. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so she's helping all the nuns in the nun house, and they're like, "We need your criminal mind yeah. to help solve this crime," and so she gets released. Uh, because the nuns are chill with the queen. Yeah. And immediately uh, she is no help and instead just goes to her other friend. Yeah. Who we're now just going to meet. Who is the Iron Man of this cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, he he uh, is a cool tech dude <laughs> who's got great impossible technologies in a castle that he lives in. And an alienware laptop. So. Oh, yeah, dude. He's got a sick gamer laptop. He is a gamer. We didn't see him game in the movie, but he has an alienware laptop, so he obviously does yeah. game. He must game. He must game at points. Like, why would you get alienware if you're not going to game? And yeah. uh, this friend is also an old lover of, yeah, of uh, Fiona. And I'm also going to say this is probably the horniest <laughs> yeah, of these Christmas movies that we've watched. Yeah, pretty There horny. is so much sexual tension oh, yeah. in all of it. Way too much. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> At multiple it points, it's actively uncomfortable. Yeah, and there's a lot of edging in it, too. Like, they, these people are constantly almost kissing. It's yeah. one of those things, one of those situations where, you know, they almost kiss every 
two minutes in the movie, but then they finally kiss at the end. Right? Yeah. It's one of those. Um, yeah, and it's, I don't know, Fiona, clearly a, a messed up person, right? Mm-hmm. If she, and she's got, her backstory is, it's there. It's, it's, a, it's a backstory. It, it is a backstory. <laughs> it's one of those things where like, it's hard to know what you're supposed to feel bad about. Like, init- especially the first scene, she's just getting dropped off at boarding school. Yeah. And you're like, oh, she's a terrible person because her she went to boarding school and she was just sad that her mom, like, wasn't there with her. Yeah. Her mom, her mom, she's, like, she's mad at her mom for yeah. making her go to boarding school. And she has not gotten over that. I'll tell you what, she's very upset about that still. Yeah, I, it it becomes clearer later that her mom like dropped her off at boarding school like during Christmas. Yeah, and didn't like bring her home for that. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, um, but the other her lover was also there. Yeah, but he didn't seem pissed at his. No. Well, I guess he's pissed at his dad or something. Yeah. <laughs> because because Vanessa because Fiona's like, oh, when's the last time you talked to your dad? You know, right? Called yeah, her, called him out. So. Yeah, so she they keep building up the mom like it's going to be some kind of reveal. Yeah. It's really strange where they're like, "Oh, I haven't talked to my aunt in this long and oh, I haven't seen my mother." And the like the first scene that the mom's in, they never show her face. Yeah, yeah. And so it feels like they're trying to establish something yeah. that when the mom's finally revealed, we're going to go like, "Oh, oh, it's that person." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, "Oh, it's Vanessa. This is the fourth Vanessa." That's Hudson. what I'm saying. That would have been a great fourth yeah. Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. It just put her in like some old age makeup. Yeah, exactly. And then she's her own mom. Yeah. And then the mom can switch somehow. <laughs> yeah, the next I don't know. Movie, we we'll give it to her. Yeah, uh, yeah, the whole mom stuff is just boring all right it was way too much way too way too sad all this sad there's a lot of sad shit in this one i'll tell you what they're just really trying to make us feel bad for the villain of the last movie (laughs) who is like so cartoonishly evil yeah and it's it's a princess switch so it's not like we're really here for that kind of please i mean in our last one i'm sure we we theorized a bunch of ways they could make these movies amazing yeah this is the opposite of what they should have done yeah it's literally last year we just talked about how like if christopher nolan had directed this thing (laughs) there would have been like 15 switches yeah and by the end of the movie like us in the audience that like literally i don't think they've ever done this we haven't seen the first one but i'm gonna say they've never done this it's just have a scene where like us in the audience we don't know who which one is which like they get so good at impersonating each other we're just like who the fuck is who yeah and then like you have a you can have a scene that's actually tense because the people in the scene don't know who's switched and we don't know who's switched and then it's like what's going on like it's such an easy setup for some kind of twist yeah or anything yeah but they never do that they never do that and in this in the last movie there was like switches between all three of them so like there was some interesting play there but in this movie they only switch to Fiona. Yeah. It's just all it's three of them are Fiona this time. It's her movie. They're, yeah. They're, as if we didn't already know this. They were like, yeah, these other two Vanessa Hudgens don't matter at all here. Yeah. They are also Fiona. They got their character arcs. Yeah. And, and so now Fiona's <laughs> got to have hers. Exactly. Their redemption moment. Mm. Uh, you can only hope this is setting up a great princess switch for. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> they didn't. They canceled 
uh, Christmas Prince after three. Oh no! And so it's not. I don't know if it's looking great for Princess Switch. I, I'm gonna have to keep watching it on repeat or something on my Netflix. So Netflix is like, oh my god, oh, wow, we're getting a really lot of popular. views. Yeah. yeah, we gotta we gotta get a fourth one in here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to, I want to talk about how it seems like the boyfriends in this have like PTSD or something they do, <laughs> based yeah. off these switches. <laughs> and I just like imagining like them about to have sex with one of them. And they're just like, wait, are you, are you my that girlfriend? Been such a good scene. <laughs> even like, like obviously the sex scene would have been the best, but yeah. even like in the context of what this movie could do, if like one of them was about to like go kiss like their significant other and they just have like a brief flash of like a flashback and they're just like are are you really my wife <laughs> and they're like yes yes honey it's me and he's like you you haven't switched you're like no no it's really me and he's like oh god you know that's happened yeah based, based on like there's some secret backstory here because both of them are very like they, they have ptsd straight up from yes yeah. From the fact that they could switch. Like, they're very, very scared of the yeah. idea of a switch. Every time a switch is brought up, the husbands are like, no, God, <laughs> don't, please. Please don't do that, please. <laughs> like, immediately they yeah. bring that up as the plan. And, like, he's just like, no, we can't do that. No. It's like, why not? Anything but the switch. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. What, what kind of plan is this? What kind of stupid plan is this shit? <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, they uh, have to become... This is a heist movie now. Yeah. What happens is beyond us feeling bad for Fiona for her whatever childhood, uh, they have to... Oh, right. They immediately found out who stole the, yeah, the star. There, there's no mystery. There's they got no Iron like, Man. They got Iron Man on their they team. They did here. get Iron Man, and he literally just had a zoom and enhance <laughs> camera <laughs> set up in the exact right place. Yep. And so now they know it's just some rich dude who owns like a hotel chain and he stole it. And yeah. there's no mystery. Who Fiona also used to be with. Yeah. She also like fucked that dude. Yeah. And he's annoying. Yeah. He sucks because yeah. he's an an international art thief. <laughs> yeah. Basically a, a piece of shit. Yeah. For sure. Um, and you know, kind of giving off like some rapey vibes too at points. So I, not, not here's great. the thing. I don't know if he necessarily like he's very <laughs> forward. Yeah. But he never like defies consent or That's anything. True. That's he, true. He always I was asks, just scared he would. I was I was scared that would happen at some point. I guess but that's the princess switch. It obviously wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like he, other than being an art thief, like. <laughs> He he didn't do anything else wrong. Yeah, true. I mean, the other thing, the I mean, to to really nail down that this is a bad guy, they also had a scene where he like fired one of his servants. Oh, right. Okay, that's some points <laughs> off. I forgot about that. Yeah, they had this whole thing where she messed up or something, and he was like, "No, you're you're fucking fired." Right yeah. now, she's like, "It's Christmas, though, sir." And he's like, "No, get the fuck out." No, what she says, "It's Christmas," and he goes, "It's Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. So yeah, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> and uh, now they're the whole the rest of the movie is just they have the obligatory like Christmas date scene they that kind of comes it. out of nowhere, and it's always at like the same. It's always at like a Christmas fair. Like, yeah, that's what it was in the second movie too. They go to like some fair, or some something. yeah, sort of Christmas fair, and then it's just they're on a date, and that's the whole scene yeah. is Fiona and uh, Tony Stark on a date. Yeah, and um, yeah, they almost kiss again. Of course, they skate. Yeah, they f- it's, 
it's funny because Fiona doesn't know how to skate. Yeah. So that's a good joke that they did. Yeah. That was um, really funny. The and the rest, yeah, the rest of the movie is like preparing for this heist that they're gonna do. Um, the the henchman that's supposed to do the laser grid thing breaks his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Fiona now has to do the laser grid thing with, with James Bond, Tony Stark. Yeah. So this is where our first switch comes in. Of course. The queen is going to have to be Fiona at the party while real Fiona does the heist. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a scene where Vanessa Hudgens... Uh, is extremely sexual while practicing the laser grid thing. Yes, that was a very um, sexy moment for sure. And everyone in the scene was very uncomfortable, and I was also <laughs> made very uncomfortable. Yeah, I uh, mean, every they're very uh, Tony Stark and Fiona are very um, PDA. They like PDA. <laughs> yeah, they're very often clearly in love in front of other people, and they're all like. Well, hey, do it. This yeah, it's like Vanessa Hudgens, like you're doing a whole ass split <laughs> to dodge these lasers yeah. and sticking your ass in the air. Yeah. And like, I think there's probably like a less sexual way to dodge around lasers <laughs> yeah, that you're she, sort of ignoring here. She did throw her ass in the air many times. Yeah. In that sequence. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is very sexual. Yeah. So there's the scene where she has to teach the queen how to tango and because she might have to tango with the bad guys. She needs to do it. So the two Vanessa Hudgenses are tangoing with each other. Mm -hmm. And then the James Bond guy is like, no, you're doing it wrong and kicks the (laughs) the Vanessa Hudgens who needs to learn how to tango out so he can just dance with Fiona. Yeah. So definitely not helpful towards what they were trying to do. But I guess it worked because when (laughs) the queen had to tango, she was super good at it. it. Really good at it. And also very sexual, (laughs) which is weird. Yeah. (laughs) Because she was like married. Yeah. And she does give, she gives the bad guy a kiss. Yeah. Which I I don't think her husband ever finds out about it. Yeah. But honestly, worse than the kiss, she was like throwing her leg around that dude and like shaking her ass on him and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which she definitely didn't have to do. Yeah. And they weird, they, they gave her husband like a weird out by saying like, Oh, the, the airport's eight hours away. And he drove away in his Tesla. Yeah. The little girl who had like a really big role in the last movie, uh, clearly could not make it for much of the shoot because of COVID. So she appears like once on an iPad in the very beginning (laughs) and then once one for one brief moment at the very end and she doesn't speak at all yeah no she says nothing yeah it's like why'd you even have her then <laughs> yeah it was really weird like maybe she was supposed to be in more of it and she had to like leave set or yeah. something but who knows yeah that was strange that they sort of just completely wrote her out yeah um the friend who married the queen is also barely in it he gets in a sweet tesla and drives yeah. away yeah um yep he does yeah there's uh, we need to you know they could have avoided all this covid stuff if they just had vanessa Hudgens play everybody in that's movie. true that would have been such a tight set <laughs> just vanessa Hudgens. just vanessa, Hus- vanessa Hudgens in every role <laughs> yeah. honestly like that's how you ramp it up you know how yeah. neo fights a hundred agent smiths <laughs> yeah, yeah. we just have a hundred vanessa Hudgens. she just goes to a city and like everyone just looks the same <laughs> yeah it's just like oh my god wow maybe you get 
get one person who doesn't look like Vanessa Hudgens, and that's the villain. Yeah. And he's, like, trying to murder the queen. (laughs) So everyone in this town has to dress up like the queen. (laughs) He's like, oh, my God, (laughs) which one is the real one? Which one's the queen? And this is where they could do the deception on the audience as well. Yeah. We don't even know. We have no idea. He's doing a Where's Waldo. Yeah. Because they always... I do wish they did deception. They always, like, do make sure. They're like, you know this isn't her, right? Yeah. They always, like, have those many moments of like they break character or whatever and they're in them vanessa mm. hudgens is you know amazing in these yeah <laughs> playing so many characters playing each other just i know <laughs> i will say honestly like she does a good job at that like yeah. <laughs> you can tell when she's like pretending to be someone pretending to be someone else yeah, exactly um but we don't want that. We, we want that's true. We want we want to be confused because that is like the ultimate sort of payoff of a movie like this. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, like I actually don't know if they do that in the Parent Trap, but I feel like they should have. No, they don't. I don't think they do it. Yeah, shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like <laughs> it's it's just so it's such the obvious thing to do is. Yeah. Is just give us as many Vanessa Hudgenses as you can, confuse the shit out of us, shuffle them around, <laughs> and at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, I thought that was that Vanessa Hudgens, but it was that one, and that one has the gun. Yeah, exactly. And that one's, you know, on and, the roof. And then they all kill each other. Yeah, in a four-way <laughs> shootout. And then we zoom out, yeah. and then there's a fifth Vanessa Hudgens <laughs> with like a sniper rifle. She's like, got him. She's like, I got them all. <laughs> all the imposters. It's so among good. us. It's among us. Princess Switch 5 or 4 yep. should just be among us. This is how you get the young ones into into the Princess Switch. Yeah, really. I saw Vanessa Hudgens vent. She's being mad sus. <laughs> I saw her vent. Yeah. I swear. She did vent in this movie. Yeah, she did. She came out of a vent in wow. the ceiling. Wow. She vented. Yeah. That's insane. And she was being sus because she broke into a dude's house. Yeah. But no one called her out. No one was like, I don't know. This You're being a little bit sus. No, honestly, the James Bond guy was sus. Yeah, he, he was. He double-crossed her. But we should talk about before that um, how the third switch of this movie happens. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, Fiona's probationary board or whatever yeah. is going to come and like review her sentence of like a million hours of community service. And they're going to do it the day after Christmas. And then for whatever the reason, those like psychopaths decide they're going to like do it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to ruin their own Christmas Eve yeah, to like, do this one like <laughs> sentence hearing. You know what? I'd like to work on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Actually, and it was like five people. <laughs> they all agreed like, yeah, Christmas Eve at seven o'clock yeah, I when I would be eating dinner with my family. Like that's when we're going to review this woman's sentence. <laughs> the day after Christmas, way more important than that Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, uh, American Vanessa Hudgens, Stacy, I think is her name, yeah. has to also be Fiona for the sentencing hearing. Yeah. And this time, uh, the the British husband is into it. <laughs> he's not initially into it, but he's pretty into it by he, the end. He gets very into it by yeah. the end. I think he I think he's gotten over his PTSD and he I think he'd like to like his wife to dress up as Fiona. Yeah, I think bed. he was into that. Yeah. <laughs> so and again, that would have been a solid character arc. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If, if at the beginning of the movie he was like, I just 
how do I know it's really you? Like, I'm never sure. Yeah, exactly. After all this switching, I can never trust again. And then by the end of the movie, he's like, you know what? I actually don't give a shit which one you are. I love <laughs> you all, all three look of you. the same. I love all three of you. All, yeah, all, all three. And then he fucks all of them at once. <laughs> That'd be great. That's, and that's the end of the movie. I do. I, yeah. God, the next one. They, they can't end this. There's so many different things they could do with yeah. this idea. And they, they've done, they've somehow managed to do none of the interesting yeah. things. They always just make it boring. They choose the worst options every time. Yeah, they're the most bland option you could choose on something like this. Like, yeah. come on. Um, I, I don't want an origin story for the bad guy. Don't no. give me this shit. The I, next movie should be the husband's movie. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want the perspective from other, other people, you know? That's all yeah. fun and games for these princesses who get to switch. I think the next movie is maybe, like, a new servant comes to work at like the castle Ooh. and like it's christmas time so all three vanessa hudgenses are there maybe a fourth one shows up for some fucking reason yeah, hell yeah and like and they they go off on some other like stupid world warden adventure but we're not really like privy to what that is we're seeing everything from the servant's perspective okay. so they're just going around the mansion and they're like trying to do their job and they have no idea who they're like supposed to be serving yes they're just like it's maybe the whole thing is like one take oh my god and this so is like genius. she's going through the mansion and she sees like one vanessa hudgens come out dressed one way and then another <laughs> pops out the door and she looks exactly the same oh, wow or like maybe that's it it's some sort of like weird movie where Maybe's she's like, like the Birdman of princess switches yeah it's like they for whatever reason all princesses have to be look the same again like they all dress up as the queen this time yeah yeah fiona and stacy and whatever new one they bring in and so it's almost like a horror movie where like this queen is somehow moving impossibly fast through the castle and like doing all this weird shit. And like, you know, she goes up and he's like, oh, um, you, you said you wanted tea yesterday. And she was like, I didn't say I wanted it yesterday. You're like, what? I, you, I could have sworn we talked. I love it. Yeah. I can imagine this as like a, a Safety Brothers directed like yes, anxiety exactly. filled movie. It's a really anxiety filled movie because she's like desperately trying to figure out why the queen is like acting so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And like sometimes she's really rude and sometimes she's really nice. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> That's that's the next princess. I'm gonna be so mad that yeah, they're not gonna do that. This yeah, <laughs> is gonna be not gonna do that. If they do another one, it's just gonna be some boring shit. Yeah, maybe, all right. That's it, what they do every time. Even less interesting switches. They're yeah. just gonna be oh, we all have to be the the American one this time because yeah. she has to go to her book club and to the christmas party at the same time. Yeah, and they'll be like, but I haven't read the book. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is there's such an opportunity to make this insane, more insane every time. Mm-hmm. And like it like Fast and Furious this shit and just yeah. like get real insane with it every movie, but they get more boring with the switches every time. It's yeah. really annoying. I, I think our last year's recommendation for director was Christopher Nolan. Safety Brothers are definitely <laughs> it for this year for the next Princess Switch. Safety Brothers are going to be they're going to they they'll take this role, no doubt. No mm-hmm. doubt in my mind, this is the movie they'll take on. Oh, next. yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, come on. After Uncut Gems, yeah. they got to do Princess Switch 4. Yeah, come on. This is this is what they're bound to do. Yeah. Uh, well, they get Fiona's entire sentence taken away. Yeah. She has to do no more community service <laughs> and no more jail time. Yeah. Because I guess they just... Which is insane because she had like... 
1200 hours left still she had like a lot yeah. of hours left and they're like yeah fuck all those we'll we'll get rid of them yeah she i mean she only committed like treason against the kingdom so <laughs> yeah. you know yeah she not that big of a deal for yeah. sure <laughs> and they like the reasoning is stupid too because they're just like yeah you're clearly still you seem awful still but yeah. that, we're gonna be nice that was their reasoning yeah, it was it like was that'd just, be the wrong thing to do we're just gonna be chill about this don't worry about it yeah <laughs> like imagine if they did that with a criminal and in prison <laughs> like yeah i just kind of feel bad for keeping you in prison here so we'll we'll let you out yeah we'll let you out of here um so they go they do the heist it's a really uninteresting heist <laughs> like one thing goes wrong and they immediately solve it they, indiana jones it they they don't even though because indiana jones was like cool and exciting because he like came prepared to like yeah have a thing of equal weight this they just pick up the star and there's like a pressure plate yeah and the alarm goes off and then she just puts her finger on the pedestal <laughs> and that's enough to like weigh it down for yeah. the guards to be like no it's probably just the music that set the alarm off yeah classic music yeah. setting alarms off yeah and then she ends up putting like cl like clippers on there and it yeah, works like, like not the same weight at all it's just wire cutters which probably weigh like five ounces yeah definitely not the same weight as that big ass star yeah so, <laughs> i guess it worked out for him in the end yeah they they did just they split up and james bond dude double crosses them yeah he gives them a basketball instead of the <laughs> the, the star. star and the reasoning is terrible <laughs> because they all know that if they don't return the star by christmas like someone's gonna fucking die yeah the pope is gonna ex <laughs> like smite them with his sword exactly. or some shit yeah um but he's like oh i took the star so now you have to talk to your mom or i won't give it back <laughs> yeah exactly you have to get closure with your fucking mom yeah and then we get this whole conversation with her mom and then she's like her mom's like please forgive me and she's like no and then leaves and i thought that's where it was gonna end I was yeah like, that's so sad yeah it was weird because the mom was like basically said that her father was abusive yeah and so that's why she like didn't keep her around or something yeah um but yeah it's a whole argument and yeah she like leaves and then her friends are like all right let's get the fuck out of here and then for some reason she just goes back and and hugs her mom yeah, yeah. like we got a flight to catch please Come yeah on. <laughs> we're gonna miss our flight you have the star now yeah. just um but no everything's fine yeah. and she has a mom again yep and uh everything's all good and then she ends up kissing the guy yeah after one final fake out yeah. she finally gets to smooch the dude everyone smooches at the same time oh yeah three the three princess the three vanessa hudgens kiss their their men yes and we don't know if they they might be dressing up as each other they could be for sure yeah just to steal smooches from again other that would have been a great ending it would be like <laughs> or were they switched or not like were they could they have all been switched they all just decided they liked each other's husbands better could have been some inception shit right yeah would have been sick yeah would have been a solid m night Shyamalan style ending. <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah that reminds me that m night Shyamalan's next movie apparently is going to be in one shot that's what he wants to do so cool after old 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what his next movie is going to be about? Or he just said he wanted it to be one young. Movie? He said it's. Oh, it's going to be young. Yeah. Young, but all in one take. Yeah. So it's the young. It's the old beach, except everyone gets young. Oh, well, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. I mean, no. that's just Benjamin Button, but I guess faster. Yeah. Faster. And then they end up being like sperms at the end. So. <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. It gets yeah. kind of gross when the last shot is just semen. <laughs> yeah. That beach. is pretty. <laughs> pretty nasty but i mean what else do you expect from the twist master himself well what's going to be the twist in it then um that it's that it's not all in one shot there's going to be a second shot oh it's like a 1917 yeah, yeah it's gonna be like oh you thought this was a one-shot movie no it wasn't no, we cut and it's not like a dramatic <laughs> cut it's just at some point the camera just cuts yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> oh my god what a twist yeah this guy is so good Man, M. Night Shyamalan, everyone loved old. Yeah. So I'm glad he's still getting out there. And Yeah, I kind of want to watch old just because I've heard it's funny. Yeah, I I read the comic. I think I talked about this. Oh, yeah, I read yeah, the 100-page yeah. the comic it was based off of, and yeah. I was like, that was upsetting. So it really made me didn't want to see, <laughs> especially because like M. Night Shyamalan doesn't do stuff like that. Like The comic was so artsy and like introspective uh. and about like life and death. I was like, M. Night Shyamalan's not going to do that. Yeah, He's no, going to have some about... shit where, like, the aliens show up and, yeah. you know, we're like, we made the old beach to <laughs> study humans. <laughs> it's going to be some dumbass yeah. shit. Uh, but I actually did look up what the twist in that movie was, and it was pretty dumb. So Yeah, I know what the twist is. I can't. It was, it was a pharmaceutical company. Yeah was using the beach to test drugs on people yeah <laughs> weird twist yeah that's not the twist of the comic i'm guessing at all the comic doesn't have a twist it's just a magic <laughs> beach that makes people old okay that's literally just the comic um why does why does he need to have a twist yeah right? that's the thing is is the comic is literally just about like how fragile life is and it's just like these unfortunate people end up on a, a magic beach and that's it um but no, I knew M. Night. M. Night can't do that. <laughs> M. Night can't. That's too Night, straightforward. You know, it's, it's going to turn out that the old beach was actually like in the Middle Ages. Yeah. It's a reverse the town. Yeah, yeah exactly. Where you think it's modern day <laughs> and then it's actually like King Arthur times. Wow. That, that sounds really, uh, really M. Night Shyamalan to yeah. me. I think the Princess Switch should become a series where we just get like guest directors every single time, like we're proposing here. Yeah, you know? that would be sick if we just kept getting like real, like get a Robert Eggers in <laughs> for Princess Switch just a Five, really historically accurate yeah. <laughs> version. Yeah, where they all like speak because they're in like an Eastern European country. Yeah. So in his, they'll all speak some Eastern European language and yeah. an accurate dialect. Yes, exactly. Willem Dafoe and uh, Anya Taylor Joy will be maybe they'll replace Vanessa Hudgens yeah, with Anya Taylor Joy this time. To, yeah. Eggers can't direct Vanessa Hudgens. No, no, it wouldn't Anya be Taylor possible. Joy. Yeah. I mean, you could make an anthology of princess switches. Yeah, you could. Maybe you do a prince switch at some point yeah. with like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah. Even though they don't look the same. Yeah, but maybe everyone <laughs> just pretends they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you guys look the same. You guys all look exactly the same. <laughs> They're like, yeah, well. They all just like change clothes. <laughs> and suddenly no one can tell which one is which. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we need. We need to bring back all our Disney favorites. Yeah. To, to switch. Get a, you know. Well, I mean, fucking 
Hannah Montana was was a yeah, sort of a, hell? a vague princess switch. She was just switching with herself. Yeah, she was just switching. She was, but all she did was put on a, put on a wig. wig yeah. So not, to be fair, I mean that's all they really did in this movie. Yeah, that's put true on a blonde well. wig. That's very true. Um, as well. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, bring bring back Miley Cyrus, and this time there's two Miley Cyruses. Yeah. And maybe Hannah Montana is a different person that would be sick and miley cyrus has just been taking credit for her the whole time that would have been a sick twist at the end of hannah montana could you imagine the last episode of hannah montana is they actually find out there is like a hannah montana and they're like wait a minute what it was two people she's like oh shit my lie has been revealed i, I just look so much like her i was trying to it was an elaborate people. hoax where we tried to trick you into thinking we were one person yeah pretty insane right that would be so fucking crazy god that would have been the best television series of all time possibly. absolutely up there with breaking bad and all yeah. those crap jj abrams shows. could never no. lost garbage lost absolute garbage in comparison to that yeah but yeah i mean usually we end these christmas episodes with some sort of food review yeah <laughs> We we had plans to get food, but the booster nuked those as well. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, so you had Whole Foods food. I did have, have Whole have Foods pizza. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was a barbecue chicken pizza, and it was from Whole Foods. Wow. Um, it was. I mean, it was fine. <laughs> I. You know, it was it's it's just hard to review Whole Foods pizza because it's just exactly what you think it would be. Yeah. You know, last year we had Mr. Beast Burger, <laughs> and that you can do an in-depth review because he yeah. invented Squid Game. Yeah, exactly. At the time he hadn't, but Whole Foods has not invented Squid Game or like any no, or really cool. any sort of cool, interesting thing. Yeah, so it's just Whole Foods pizza. You yeah, know? I got these bougie ass pretzels from Whole Foods because I wanted a snack, and they're not good yeah so let me uh if you ever see uh fresh milled mighty pretzels uh don't buy them because they're bad <laughs> that's another food let me try let me do. try one of yeah these, here have one of these fucking pretzels Let's see this pretzel here oh my god i can already feel you, yeah it, it is not the texture of what a is, pretzel did they toast this like I've, it's burnt i don't i don't think it's made of like pretzel material it's like really grainy mm. yeah no no, this isn't a pretzel. They shouldn't call this a pretzel. Yeah, it's it's definitely bullshit. So Whole Foods knocking against them. I did get a uh, yeah. a seltzer water as well, which held up. Nice. Um, that what was kind? pretty solid. Um, we got Luke's lobster last night. Yeah, we did get Luke's. That was solid. I haven't had a lobster roll in so long. Yeah, that lobster roll is delicious. And it was so good. Yeah. And I got my clam chowder because I'm in Boston, <laughs> so that made me happy as well. Yeah. Not the best clam chowder, I will say. Yeah. Pretty potatoey. It's true, not yeah. Not normal for Not, not for as Boston. much clam, you know? Yeah. Um, but the lobster roll I was very happy with. Same here. Um. But next year, we're going to go all out for the food review. Yeah, I've decided right now. <laughs> don't worry. We will be reviewing some food. We're going to be sure. reviewing... Uh, I don't want to say five star because I don't want to spend that much money on it. <laughs> okay, yeah. But... I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Jake Paul will open a, a burger joint yeah, or something. This is our, our... We're begging right now here at the end of this podcast. To, some celebrity out there, please start making food. 
Yeah, like we could have gone to the Guy Fieri restaurant too. That would have been funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I could give a review of that because I did. End up oh, okay. Before, how's Guy Fieri doing? Um, it was normal bar food. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my review of it. Um, I do. It wasn't interesting because the fries on the side, like he, uh, he went with like you know how normal things are like okay you're either getting just regular fries or you're getting waffle fries but guy fury was like nah you're getting both oh shit he mixed them together which uh, i enjoyed (laughs) there were like three different types of fries in there steak fries was the other one i think oh wow he was wow that's like blasphemous yeah he's just mixing fries he was mixing fries he he said i'm a big steak fry guy most people don't like steak fries because they're very potatoey yeah but i like i like them i can go for a steak fry every so often yeah it's weird they're called steak fries i don't understand that i guess because they're they're fat like a steak yeah maybe yeah, now I want to know why they're called steak fries. What's what's your number one fry? Uh, I don't know. I, like I I like I think I I think I just like a norm a normal fry. Curly fries are good too. Just depends what mood I'm in here. Yeah, I like. I think I might be a a curly fry guy. Yeah, curly fries are good. They're I just like how crispy they are. Yeah, they're really Something crispy. So good about it. I like the opposite fry. of steak fries. They're yeah. like the crispy ones. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I waffle fries are also good too. I don't like when you usually get waffle fries. I feel like you get less fries. That's so I, true. I don't order waffle fries often because of that. I mm-hmm. feel like it's kinda they're kind of ripping me yeah, off. Yeah, it's a rip off for sure. I do like sweet potato fries a lot. Those too. are also good. Yeah. Depends where you get them from, but those are usually good. Yeah. Whenever I do in LA, they have really good sweet potato fries all over. Oh yeah. This is a call out to my girlfriend who probably won't listen to this. <laughs> she doesn't like sweet potatoes screw her shameful absolutely shame on her complete shame you gotta like the yams come on yeah you gotta like yams mm. <laughs> but yeah that was um that was the princess switch three romancing the star which yeah. i stole you know we didn't really <laughs> crack that case at all have yeah, a crack that. they didn't romance there was like you know if the guy was like a movie star instead of like a tony stark maybe that would that would have made sense but he wasn't he wasn't he just owns like a security yeah he owned a security (laughs) guy he also left his business card which is like the worst thing you can do when you do a heist it's it's his calling card leaving his business yeah i mean they literally say in the movie like if he catches us like what's he gonna do call the cops like (laughs) he owns like millions of dollars of stolen priceless art true so honestly they probably could have just walked in and been like fuck you give us your give us the star back yeah or we'll call the police like once they got to the star it was like honestly now that i think about it why didn't they just call the police once (laughs) there was no mystery it was literally just oh this guy stole it we know for sure he stole it then you call the cops and they get all of their art back instead of just the one artifact they needed for christmas no it's because the cops didn't have any leads so they had to do it on their own yeah (laughs) but then you give the cops the lead no 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 gotta do it on your own and there's yeah there's a scene where the cardinal comes in and the cop comes in and it seems like the queen has to give them the bad news of like oh we could we lost the star and we couldn't get but like she could have just gone to the cop and be like hey we know who stole it go to his house yeah there's also a billion million more dollars of stolen art there yeah exactly they gave up very easily (laughs) when when the other guy stole the star too yeah it's just bullshit the fuck bullshit 
Yeah, that makes no sense now that I think about it. Come on. All right. Well, Safties, get on it. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for next year now. Yes. Um, and until next year, uh, to all a merry big miss. Wait, is that how it goes? I don't know. <laughs> to, to all a... a to all a merry big miss to all a good night or something and and to all a good god what the fuck <laughs> happy hanukkah <laughs> goodbye <laughs>